Hello, everybody, and welcome back. This week, we get started on the next run that these guys are going to go. It is also the payoff for a bit of some of the backstory from some of the things that happened in the prologue that kicked all this stuff off. A few quick announcements. I was on the Shadowcaster Network's year-end content creators meetup year interview thing. So that's all going to be in the feed for you guys to check out. It was a good time. It was fun meeting all kinds of other people that did all kinds of other shows and talking about Shadowrun and talking about the things that have happened and the things that are coming up. So check those out. They'll be in the feed just like this. In addition, we are coming up on our one-year anniversary in three weeks, which is insane. I'm planning on doing another roundtable behind-the-scenes episode in addition to the normal, regularly released episode. However, if you have questions you want asked, answered, or put to myself, the crew, or any of the cast, please send them in without a net pod at gmail.com. Hit me up on the Discord, which the link is in the description. Hit me up on the Shadowcasters Discord. Hit me up on the Reddit account. Hit me up really wherever you, you see us, and I would love to get those questions. With everything said and done, on to the episode. So the past couple episodes have been on your various guys' downtime actions and that kind of stuff. And since then, it's probably been two and a half, three weeks of time. I'm going to imagine there's been some conversation between you guys just to keep in touch, or have you guys been silent since last time you did something highly illegal? I would imagine they've been texting back and forth here and there, right? Probably minimal since the barbecue. Michael's been reaching out to everybody, trying to get in base, get in touch. Chuck probably hasn't really initiated many texts. So you guys have been just kind of handling your own stuff? I think so. You know, RC's been trying to handle Mama. He's had some enhancements done, some surgeries and some equipment purchases. Yeah, how's he enjoying being able to walk around while in VR? Uh, He's been testing it around. Just kind of messing around with it, trying to get used to it. You know, I'm sure it's an adjustment that sort of sort of getting that mental space of controlling things and yet still being conscious and halfway aware of one's physical surroundings. I can imagine because you are literally being in two places at one time. Yeah, the more stressful, the more focused you know he is on things, the more difficult it is. So he's probably just kind of practicing around, playing with that, seeing what he can do, and trying to make it work. If that makes sense. That makes sense. That's probably what it would take because you are jumping into a thing and still walking around. So there's a lot to get into there. Did RC make an obstacle course and then he races his drones while he's controlling them? He can't lose. Like, literally can't lose. I don't know if it made an obstacle course. Actually, I could kind of see that. Nothing too complicated, but probably it's putting it through paces. So, you know, can I send the drone over here and back and can I make it to, you know, the front door and back at the same time? Even something as simple as walking next to the drone and trying to match your speed, I imagine, would be difficult. Actually, yeah, I agree with that, yeah. It would be a lot of just getting used to that as a sensation. I'm here, I'm there, I'm there, I'm here, and walking and moving and, and trying to talk and just getting used to that, getting over that probably very weird feeling. Yeah, sort of a spooky, odd, otherworldly sensation, just kind of mentally getting past it. Occasionally forgetting you have legs and falling over. <laughs> Actually, that's kind of a way of looking at it. It would be like somebody who had an extra pair of legs, because you kind of do. There's more of you mentally. 
Yeah. Cool. So you guys receive a text message from Morgana on your work phones. It says that Saturday night at 9.30, there is a meeting for you, and there's an address. It'll say, tell the doorman that I sent you. Show up separately and dress for the occasion. Tilda, stylize them, Tilda. What's the occasion? So, Mary, so you probably recognize this address because it is the address for the code name. Your silence seems to infer to me that you don't remember what that was. I don't. Long ago, in another lifetime for Mary Sue, she asked Goldie, her club-going friend, about Mm -hmm. possible criminal connections. She mentioned the name, the code name, which was totally a Vori run. Oh, yeah. Okay. She probably was said a Russian mafia, not the Vori. Mm-hmm. It's totally a Russian mob run club. Like, there's this guy, Big Ivan and Little Ivan, and that is the location that you guys are being said to go to and to dress the occasion. All right. So then I know to wear clubbing gear. Okay. Mm-hmm. That is the message that all of you have gotten. Do you wish to do anything with it? Does it look like a group text so Mary Sue knows it was sent to everybody, or does it look like it's just sent to Mary Sue? It looks like a group text. And it says arrive separately. Yes. Boz would text back, like, quote, arrive separately, unquote. That doesn't sound suspicious. You're texting that to the group or to Morgana? To the group, excluding Morgana. Okay. You think it's a setup or something? It's just typical Morgana Drek. I've been low-key anticipating a setup from Morgana for a while. So no, I don't trust her. Well, her job's been alright so far, but yeah, I don't really trust her either. So, the location is public. I don't think it'll be a problem going to this meeting and see what it is. Both sends a text saying, let me go first. You can bug my phone or something and if something is, is off-kilter about it, then you guys will find out. I mean, you could get a cheap pair of glasses and have cameras on them. Sure, whatever, techie boy. Chuck buys boss a pair of, like, 100 new yen sunglasses. Sure. So while you guys are discussing this kind of stuff, Richard, you will receive a separate text message from Morgana. Ooh, the intrigue. Mm, indeed. When you open it, it'll say that I found you a present. I hope that you enjoy it. And I think uh, Archie would taste back like, okay, dot, 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 thanks, question mark. Where is the present, question mark? See other text. I don't think Archie will respond. Like, okay. You know, I will actually text to my fellow compatriots. Morgan has told me something about a gift. Did she say anything to you guys about that? Question mark, question mark, question mark. No. No. Hmm, that's odd. Not sure if I should be happy or afraid, maybe both. Well, like you said, she hasn't screwed us yet, so if she wants to do something nice for you. Maybe it's a military drone or something? Yeah, maybe. Something for her to use for whatever her purposes are, whatever. So, okay, guess I'll find out. I still don't understand why she's doing these kindnesses for us. Well, we have done a whole lot for her, so maybe she believes in... uh Have we, though? She paid us. Well, yeah, she paid us, and we did whatever she wanted us to do. You know, as corporate types call it, synergy. 
That's not exactly synergy, but okay. Hey, so what are we actually supposed to wear to this place? Because I've never heard of it. It's a club downtown. What kind of club? Buzz, like a... Like a gun club? Buzz. It's a club, like a nightclub, like a place where you go to have fun. Like a dance club? Yeah, like a dance club. There's just an ellipsis. Just don't wear anything that's... Just just try to blend in. Boz doesn't respond. I think Boz is not going to be dressing up. <laughs> I think she's going to try her best to use what she has. Does anybody else have anything they want to do before we get to the actual meet time event thing? I'm good. More or less good. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'll be good. Cool. So a couple of days will go by, probably only like two. Saturday will arrive, and you guys will have a couple of hours before the meet. Do you guys meet up beforehand, or do you guys follow the instructions you were given and arrive separately? Mary Sue's going to follow the instructions given, and Boz said she was going to go first. So she's probably like a block away waiting to hear from Boz to see if she says it's okay. I think she would suggest that they arrive together and then go in staggered so that if something goes wrong, everyone else will at least be together. We can just say everyone got into RFC's van. You guys can pile in the van and then walk like a half a block one at a time to inside the place. And for the sake of brevity, we'll go through the spiel with Boz because everybody's going to be getting the same spiel. Well, first, Chuck will give Boz a pair of like aviators with a camera in them so he can then attach it to his pan and have a video feed and send it to everyone. Sure. Boz is wearing a pair of black slacks and a dress shirt. And I think she had a tie, but I'm assuming Mary Sue like looked at her and just like and like just like made some adjustments. Moved some things around, unbuttoned the top of her shirt or something. You know what I mean? When you see Mary Sue, she is dressed perfectly for a night clubbing. I mean, just full on. But when she sees the rest of you guys, she just... There's no adjustment. She just accepts you as you are. She takes the uh, aviators from Chuck. She doesn't have to do anything with Chuck. Yeah, Chuck does everything else. Sets all of the technology stuff because, you know, boss is a little inept at times with that. Okay, so she can see the air stuff through the glasses. Because I don't know how well this is going to be as a graphic. I have the idea of, like, the neon light display in AR, saying the code name being with a hammer and sickle set up over top, like, for the K. Because clearly we have to have Ks instead of Cs in all of our words here. Given as it is a Saturday night about 9.30, there is a little bit of a line to get in. A lot of the other people here that are already in line are going to look kind of like Mary Sue does. Flashy, glitter, fancy hairdo, nothing too crazy. It's a lot of what Richard would probably refer to as yuppies, younger kids and such. My God. The worst place ever for Richard. Different meta types, that kind of thing. Nothing really super sketch about it. Are there any other orcs in line? This is something that you'd be paying attention to. There's a couple other orcs. There's a troll. There's humans, elves. You bump into a dwarf that you didn't see. There are plenty of clubs where, you know, orcs and trolls may not necessarily be banned, but they're not super welcome either. So, One of the bouncers that you can see at the front that's doing just like the, the pat-downs or whatever as you get in is a troll. 
does Boss know any goofy languages? Or she doesn't know any Russian by chance, does she? No, she speaks. She can speak a little bit of Inuit. You will hear the occasional Russian word being thrown around. You'll see it. You know, there's a human over there in a tracksuit. There's an orc over there in another tracksuit that's got stripes on the thing. A couple of minutes will pass, and you will get up to the front of the line. There's the big troll, and then there's a woman there. They still have the option there for who you're getting patted down by. Are you attempting to bring any weapons in with you? No. Okay. So that part goes pretty easily. Do you go to the troll or to the lady? Uh, I think probably to the troll. Okay. He kind of stoops down a little bit to get more on your height. And conveniently, his head kind of leans forward to be about where your mouth is, giving you prime opportunity to say something into his ear that many other people can't hear. Buzz says that Morgana sent me. You'll see out of the corner of your eye, you'll see his head nod. He'll stand up and motion for you to put your hand out as you've seen some other people do. And then he just kind of hits you with like an RFID tag, which I imagine is the sixth world equivalent of the over 21 for Spans. Mm-hmm. And then says to you, the VIP section is waiting. Buzz nods. She looks a little uncomfortable with the situation, but she puts her hands in her pockets and walks into the club. So as you go in, you are offered an invite from the club's host to get a mark on your comlink so that you can enjoy the AR experience of the club. Does Boz accept, or does she just kind of like fuck technology? <laughs> Absolutely not. She's here on business. Okay. You will still be able to hear some of the music because they are playing music normally. So that when you come out of the AR experience to do something like order a drink or whatever, it's not that shock of like, noise, 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 quiet. And that you can still hear like, you know, the next song the DJ puts on and that kind of thing. So you're still there experiencing the club, but it's not as dramatic between the two. Along that same line, the lights are dimmed. They're not dark like a club is dark usually. And there is some of the, the goofy laser light show stuff going on. As the rest of you will find out, those of you that participate in the AR experience, loud noises, dark, lots of flashy strobe lights and other effects you can only make through augmented reality. You'll see a dance floor with a couple of people just doing what these young kids call dancing nowadays. There's the bar, VIP section. You can see there's a DJ booth on the other side. Do you want to do anything in here or just wait for everybody else to slow roll through the door? Wait at the bar, manages to flag down the bartender and orders a whiskey. So there's a VIP area. Where is that? You're in the club. The VIP area is back, kind of elevated above the dance floor and stuff so that they can see out and see basically the entirety of the club floor. After sitting here for a couple of minutes, you will notice that there is a security guy that is standing at the base of the stairs to up there that is kind of just like arms crossed, shoulders squared, mean mugging people. He is wearing a tracksuit. Okay. You guys can see what Boz sees. Do you want her to scout ahead, or do you want to have a small conversation about that? She was the one that said she was going to check it out and let us know if it was okay. So I think we're waiting for Boz to say it's okay. But, like, makes her way towards the VIP access, and she stops in front of the security guard. His muscles are big, and they're kind of squared off. He is obviously augmented in some way and has earbuds and glasses on so you know he is in communication with whoever he needs to be in communication with. She stops in front of him and just sort of waits for him to check her RFID since it was tagged. Sure, you just kind of offer it up. 
Doesn't say anything, just offers it up. Sure. So Chuck, with three hits on your cyber technology for the feed that you're seeing, this guy is it's pretty easy to tell that this guy has some kind of dermal plating because the way that his muscles are coming through the security shirt, they're not smooth and round like normal people's muscles. You can see some like definitive flat and squareness to them. Do you have any other questions about possible augmentations he might have or just... I don't think he'd be looking too hard, so maybe when he notices that, I mean, he'll take a quick look for, uh, like, obvious cyberware, but I don't think it'd be too easy to find synthetic without actually touching it, right? Not through a camera feed of somebody who's not paying particular attention, I don't think. Right, right. Unless, uh, like, his eyes, like, are they cyber eyes and just basic stuff, I guess? He's wearing glasses that are obviously tinted out because you have to look as cool as you can and wear sunglasses at night. His muscles are probably synthetic. He could have cyber eyes, and he's just using the glasses so that other people can't see when he goes into AR or something like that. You probably notice a data jack, which is a normal thing for people to have, but not, like, alarm bells. All right, so yeah, I'll just mention to the crew that yeah, he's augmented and kind of makes sense that he is. Yeah, given that the kinds of people they're liable to have trouble with a place like this, you're going to want some augmented bodyguards. The security guard will start to unfold his arms as you approach as if, okay, this might be trouble, let me loosen up. And then you bring out your hand with the RFID tag, and he looks at it for a second. And then he gives you the thumbs to go past him and go on up. And as you get closer to him so that you guys can have a brief moment of conversation, you'll be like, you're the first one here. They'll be along in a couple of minutes. Help yourself to anything from the bar. Buzz and Oz, she says, got it. She heads up. It's a little room that is soundproof, so you can't hear all of the club noise outside. There is additional monitors that are up here so you can see other parts of the club that aren't directly visible from out the big window. On the bar is a couple of glasses and then a row of alcohol and a one of those air screens so that it keeps chilled. And then there is a long mirrored piece of glass that has a couple of lines of Nova Coke on it. Huh. Boz already was stupid and bought herself a drink. She, like, looks down at all this stuff on the table, looks at her glass, just kind of, like, huffs and, like, takes a seat. And as she says, there's no one else around, I'm assuming. No, there's nobody here at the moment. She just sort of says to herself, but also, you know, to the rest of the crew who are listening in, she says, I don't know, seems on a level. Mayor Sue is going to look at Chuck and RC and Michael and kind of say, all right, well, who's going in first? Well, I mean, seems fine. I guess anyone could. I'll go for it. Mayor Sue nods. Looks at the door for you to go. And by the way, because of the, you know, this is a classy joint. RC is going to be having on a nice pair of jeans. A nice pair. It's a nice pair. It's a nice pair. Okay. Belt buckle. His nicest pair of boots. A nice button-up Oxford shirt. And some, like, Oakley kind of sporty sunglasses. Does that make sense? Like like the angular cut kind of thing? Is your belt buckle the fancy belt buckle that we talked about? Yes. Is it engaged? Not yet. Okay. Arcee will make his way inside. So Richard come in, and then a couple of minutes later, before whoever's next comes in, the door will open, and two people will walk in. They are dressed in nicer clothes, but they are still tracksuits. One is an orc, one is a human. 
they'll seem slightly surprised to see you guys here. They're going to start making themselves at home. The one guy who looks a little bit younger, the human of the two. The orc looks a little on the older side. I guess kind of like Boz in that beat up and weathered situation. The younger human guy will go behind the bar and start pouring out some vodka, because of course they drink vodka. The orc will turn to you guys and give you a dobre vice. Boz just nods at him. Did Richard get anything to drink? Uh, sure, Richard's going to get a um, your finest cinnamon whiskey in your cheapest glass. Oh no. <laughs> Did anybody take a hit off the Nova Coke yet? No. Okay. We're all in there now? Can we just fast forward through that? Um, yeah. It's fine. Okay. Not taking a hit in Nova Coke, no. Okay. Mary Sue is also not drinking anything. No. Alright, so continuing on. The two Johnsons, presumably. The five of you, and then the door opens a sixth time? Seventh time? Whatever it is. Walking in as if he owns the place is a well-dressed, thin elf. Got one earring on, clean-shaven, nice suit, tight-fitting, Italian cut, maybe. Walks right in, takes a seat opposite all of y'all without saying so much as a pleasant word. Takes a big old bump off of that Nova Coke tray. He knows how to have a good time. He knows how to show the host that he appreciates the party favors. <sighs> so, what are we all here for? He looks around kind of a, with a blank face. Like this is the most normal thing in the world. Boz is staring at this guy like sound like an alien just walked in. Like who? Yeah, ditto. There's nothing really all that striking about him. In fact, something almost familiar. Richard, sitting across from you, this man that just strolled into this place, he may look a little bit different, but to you, he is undeniably Howard. And how close is this individual to me? Like one stool over, like 30 feet? What, what are we talking Just to be clear, we're like alone in the VIP lounge, so it's the group of us, the two Johnsons, and Howard. Yes. And he's acting like he like knows us. Does he see me? He sees you. He doesn't seem to be acting like he knows you. RC is just deeply, deeply troubled by the fact that he's seeing Howard. And there's an expectation of how this would go. This is not it. This isn't even the top five. Howard should be reacting. Does no one else see this? Am I mistaken? What's happening? So, yeah, RC's going to be like, you know, poke, poke, poke. Is that, is that Howard? You guys are free to roll memory? I like that. I don't have to. <laughs> you worked with him directly. Two successes. Michael, it'll take you a second. Like, maybe after he comes in, sits down, and turns around to face all of you guys. Richard notices it immediately. Michael gets it after a second, and... I think with Boz, RC started to look sort of weirded out about it. I think that's when Boz puts it together. Yeah, either that or, like, there's that suspicion, and then if Richard sends out that message of, is that Howard? It fucking clicks. As soon as it clicks in Boz's head, her eyes, like, snap to Howard. And she stands up, gives him this icy look, takes a couple steps over, and punches him in the face. Hell yes!
when you go to gene therapy, they're going to drop you in a tank full of gene juice, and two weeks later, boom, you're done. So, so I'm the only one who's had some some work done, right? Hmm. Bob hasn't mentioned it though. Hmm. RC would totally show it off. Like, watch this. I can do the robot while I control my robot. Like, it would be a hundred percent. Like, <laughs> hey, y'all, watch this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, let's get to the hey, y'all, watch this part then. Um. Okay. All right. So then, yes, I I know to wear clubbing gear. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, poor boss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not just boss. Poor Richard too. Indeed. Don't wear anything that's just just try to blend in. Boz doesn't respond. Just think back fifteen years to the stuff you would see on sale at Hot Topic. <laughs> Marisol sent a message just to Boz. Do you need me to take you shopping? Smiley face. Rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> Sparkles. Not not punctuated, not not capitalized. No. <laughs> There's no adjustment. She just accepts you as you are. Ah, wow. Mary Sue is growing patience with us. Aw, that's cute. <laughs> One of the bouncers that you can see at the front that's doing just like the, the pat-downs or whatever as you get in is a troll. Because you got to be racist and have the biggest, most fuck-off guy that you can be the bouncer. <laughs> in this case, the stereotypes are... <laughs> At least that stereotype is is accurate. True. There's a human over there in a tracksuit. There's an orc over there in another tracksuit that's got stripes on the thing. Oh my god, who's racist now? (laughs) (laughs) Tropes and cliches are a language. (laughs) Russians in tracksuits. Yeah, sorry to any Russians out there. Giving you prime opportunity to say something into his ear that many other people can't hear. Am I supposed to say something? What the hell? Uh, me. I don't know if that's a good thing to say, though, is it? You like, were told to say it, though, in the message. Oh, uh, okay. I missed that part. Or forgot about it. One of the two. RC will make his way inside. What, uh, did you have another follow-up? Follow no, those were my only two questions, because we talked about making it a cool belt buckle that you could click like a super, like a secret agent. Right, and so the whole point is like, I get to click it. It's not cool if I, if I click it now. That's true, I guess. But so, yeah, see, I'm, already, I'm already plugged in, man. I'm on a different level. My bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I forgot who I was dealing with. Exactly. But they will greet you amicably. Yeah. Really? Amicably? Yeah, I can't say that word. Uh, I guess I have to put this in the edit. I'm drinking a fireball, and I can hit that. Amicably. Amicably is not that hard. <laughs> I'm sorry. My face is broken. <laughs> um, yeah, well, you are from Pennsylvania. Who burns? So, what's the word for... Russian for good evening or something like that. No, hell, I don't know. All I know like, is what, what, what were the chances of us knowing that? Like, you really expected us to know, like, fucking Russian for good evening? Apparently, it's, it's, uh, I Googled it and it's Dobrivek Vesher. I'm not, oh god. Dobrivek That sounds right. Okay. Um, don't try. <laughs> don't no, try. I'm going to try. I'm committed. No, he's an American. We're going to, we're, we're, we're going to try. God damn it. <laughs> At least get like a YouTube, like watch a little YouTube video where someone actually says the shit. You can Google no. it. There's, there's a little button you push. Hold on. Dobrevice. No, Dobrevice. It's not Dobrevice. Or as RC would say, Dobrevice. 
Dobrevice is not that hard. See, I can totally do that until I listen to a a YouTube recording and not try amicably. Amicably? No. <laughs> Good work. <laughs> I, I like trivia. I like random shit. I'm like club kids. Jesus Christ! Like my brain went like search mode. So to I, see the X's and the O's, it's like a beautiful mind thing. Yeah, so, yeah. There was a thing called Clo Kids, and you know, who'd have thought a four-year-old in Clo Kids would? Never mind. I'm just imagining that that meme with the the lady doing the mental math, like geometry peering above her head thing. <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, it was very much. That was like Clo Kids. Like I went back, you know, there was like trigonometry problems and like sine versus <laughs> cosine. Like, well, well so I'm sorry. I feel like I feel like I interrupted the thing. We're in the club. We're in the club. We're doing the thing. Business. Sitting across from you is the person that you can only remember as Howard. I'm sorry, you cut, you cut out? I heard Richard. Yeah, there was, the, there was then a dramatic pause, and it was then... Oh, okay, I was like, it was like Richard, and I, 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 I thought it was a pause. I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. It's like, he indelibly burned into my brain. Remember, I don't... I know at the very least Michael worked with him, because he... Because Richard skipped out on work to make Howard... Do work in his lab, and I gave Howard all kinds of stuff for it. I know that Boz has been in the room with Howard because she has, on at least a couple of occasions, been surprised at like witnessing how RC treated him. <laughs> so um, Mary Sue never interacted with Howard. Okay, takes a couple steps over and punches him in the face. <laughs> Hell yes! This whole time I've had like a yes, what, and as you're giving me the stink eye. <laughs> I was I was gonna say, is anyone getting like that Kill Bill song in their head? They're like, probably. Yes, thank you. That is exactly what's happening. Was I was thinking Quentin Tarantino, but you nailed it, hundred percent. Um, I don't. I I'm getting echo. Oh, is that me? Yeah. How do I sound? All right, let me uh let me restart here. As always, thank you guys for listening. You are the reason that we continue to to do this. Come by, check us out on Patreon. We have a couple of different goals on there, all of which is oriented towards growing the show and doing more things in that vein. You know, we want to get bigger and better and all of that happy stuff. I want to give back to the cast for helping out and sitting down to play this game. The Patreon link is going to be in the description. And uh, tell your friends. You know, that's the easiest way to to help us out without really doing anything super in-depth. You know, spread the word. And, you know, as much as I hate to drone on about it, there's those things about five-star iTunes reviews. So, but it is now time for the legal stuff. The music you heard was composed by and copyrighted by Michael Vadamikis and for use with the Without a Net podcast. The Tops Company Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logos, artwork, marks, photograph, sounds, audio, video, and or any other proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company Inc. has granted permission to the Without a Net podcast to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or other proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with the Without a Net podcast in any official capacity whatsoever. Music and sound effects are provided by Sirenscape, and I don't think I need to add anything else, so...